When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today I messed up by talking my wife into getting 23andMe. My current wife and I were both married previously and both had three children each. We went to high school together in a small town and both of our families are well known in the area with deep roots because they've both been here a long time. Last year I got my wife an Ancestry DNA kit as a gift because she wanted to know more about her European roots and her sister decided to do the same. But when their results came back it was posted and it started making family connections which included my mother, my oldest son, my uncle, etc. My wife's mom comes into the room so they ask her how we could be related and her mom starts crying and says that when she was very young she overheard someone say that Tom is not your dad, Jimmy is. And her mom, being from an older generation, says she just put it out of her mind and convinced herself it's a rumor. So I call my mom and ask if she's ever heard a rumor that her father could be my wife's mother's father as well, and she gets quiet for a moment and says yes, and I believed it was true based on what her mother had told her and the fact that my grandfather was a well-known cheater and womanizer. We looked further into the information on 23andMe, and it says my wife and oldest son share a great-grandpa, and more of us are now getting tested on the same platform, but it appears a World War II era secret has come to life. Wait, hold on. Did he just find out that his wife is his cousin? What is going on, bro? The world has to just be a simulation. This is so insane. What do you even do if you find out that you and your wife secretly share a great-grandpa that you had no clue about? What's going on, guys? It's your boy Scrub here, back again with another video, and today we're gonna be taking a look at the subreddit, Today I effed Up. It's just a collection of people talking about mistakes they've made, all that crazy stuff. I just figured it would be a pretty out-there video, and as you can tell from the first story, it's certainly crazy, so without further ado, let's get into it. Today I messed up by almost killing all of my roommates with a can of soda. Obligatory, this happened during college, but back when I was a young buck, I enjoyed the occasional soda, and I also enjoyed smoking, but I honestly can't remember if I was stoned when the following tragicomedy occurred, you be the judge. So I was in my shared apartment lounging around when I had an inkling to go have myself a coke. I go to the kitchen and pull a can out of the fridge. The refrigerator did not ever seem to really know the difference between fridge and freezer temperature, so it was kind of random what you might end up with, and on this particular day I hit the reverse lottery and found myself holding a frozen can of coke. But I wanted coke and I wanted it now. No worries, what I needed was some quick heat and conveniently located next to the refrigerator freezer was a stove. I should note that I excel in situations like like this because in no time I whipped out a pot, poured some water in, and had some blazing high flame, and in the middle of it all, one soon-to-be unfrozen can of soda. Plan in place and executed perfectly, I went back to the living room to watch some TV. And it's really kind of up for debate whether subconsciously or not I knew it would be a good idea to be anywhere but that kitchen, because the bomb, as they say, had been lit. From here, I don't really have a conception of how much time passed. Two minutes, ten, however long it was, my world was quickly punctuated by a literal ex explosion. I had no idea what happened. A gas leak, a plane, I jumped to the floor to avoid doom. Very quickly thereafter, while I'm still on the ground, my roommates came running into the living room screaming, what was that? 
My senses slowly coming back, it dawns on me that this may have been caused by my idea to basically light pressurized carbonation on fire. We run into the soda, and to this day, I cannot believe what it looked like. There was soda. Sticky soda everywhere. But where was the can? The can was gone. Bits of aluminum had been blasted into the walls, the ceilings, and full metal shards literally half in our wall, half out. We stood there, mouths gaping at the apocalyptic scene our standard college kitchen had become. I still sometimes think about how lucky I was. Could have easily been killed or killed my roommates who came into the room. Imagine if I had come in a moment earlier to stir the damn thing, head poked over it. Ugh, I get the chills. Well, duh, bro, it's a horrible idea to ever put anything like, you know, compressed and pressurized over an open flame. My goodness, what were you thinking? I just want my soda and I want it now. Thank goodness none of your roommates were in the kitchen. Holy cow. Oh, this is one of those things where like, yeah, every time you're about to fall asleep, this probably replays in your mind and you realize how dumb you were being. Today I messed up by not drinking water after eating chocolate for 10 years. I was in the fifth grade that day. It was a national day and they gave chocolate out to everyone in the school. After eating the chocolates, we started to get thirsty and drink our water and our teacher saw us and said, if you drink too much water after eating chocolate, you'll get diarrhea. Ha 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 ha. But I took it seriously and didn't drink water after eating chocolate for 10 years. 10 years after, I ate chocolate and as usual decided to wait a bit before drinking water. But this time it was different. This time my brain questioned this information for the first time and I googled that and there was no such thing. And I realized that everything I felt like my whole life was built on was a lie. I was ashamed of myself. It was just a poop joke. Imagine accidentally making yourself dehydrated every time you make chocolate for like a decade because Someone made a poop joke that you took the wrong way. That's a pretty crappy way for things to end up, bro, but all in all, pretty harmless compared to finding out your wife's your cousin or something. Today I messed up by losing a $60,000 a year job by sending the boss a gif of George Costanza from Seinfeld. About a month ago, I left my job managing a kitchen because of the restaurant owner's abusive gaslighting behavior. I was making 17 an hour, which is not bad for how easy the job was. Upon leaving and starting my job hunt online, I realized how great my resume was, or how desperate restaurants are for skilled employees. When I began to receive offers from 40 to 50,000 to run operations at several higher-end places around the city, where I live, that's a very decent paycheck and can buy a comfortable lifestyle, much more than I've ever made in my 30 years on earth, and needless to say, it felt good to be able to turn down a few offers and explore higher paying ones. I receive a text one day from the owner of a nice place in town asking if I can interview, and I tell him, of course, noon sounds good, looking forward to meeting you, blah blah blah. At 11.30, I accepted a job from someone else for 40k a year managing a new spot, and not wanting to burn bridges, I shot the noon interviewer a text explaining I just accepted an offer and thanked him for his consideration, and his reply stopped me in my tracks. That's a shame. Need someone to manage the kitchen. Starts at 60k with benefits. I nearly shat myself. No one had ever offered me that much to do what I do, and our previous exchanges seemed friendly enough, and he seemed like a seasoned kitchen guy himself. So I figured a little humor couldn't hurt. I found a gif of George Costanza from Seinfeld turning his head around and raising his eyebrow in a, you said how much, kind of way? However, the universe had its own sense of humor, because upon pressing send, feeling pleased with myself, I instantly knew I had a major F up on my hands. 
The gift didn't move. It was frozen due to my inability to wait for it to fully load before saving it onto my phone. He received a picture of George Costanza just standing there, facing away from the camera with no context, no explanation, just him standing there with his back turned, and 10 minutes went by. I made the bold decision to break the silence first and not acknowledge it at all, and my sweaty fingers typed out, I can be there by two, to which he says, I'm pretty busy today. I tell my friends about it later, and they're choking laughing at the screenshot I saved of this absolute roller coaster of stupidity, and I did not get the job. I did get a similar offer for a better fitting position a few days later at a very nice establishment, and I love it, but the screenshot lives on for laughs, and I think about it at least once a day still. Honestly, you probably would have been okay if you didn't wait 10 minutes to reply and then ignore the picture. Like, if you would have said, oh my gosh, it was supposed to be a GIF, it should have moved, that's one thing. But yeah, you just send a random picture of some dude looking away from the camera and then don't say anything about it, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'm busy too. Today I messed up and almost killed my girlfriend by accidentally crawling at me like a demon, her words, up our staircase on all fours, but I swear I can explain. Hey guys, it's about 3am here in Norway at the moment and I just messed up a bit. We're borrowing my girlfriend's father's house for the weekend while he and his partner are away, and it's me, my girl, and our one-year-old son. The kid was put down to sleep at around 8pm and my girlfriend went to bed at 11. And about two hours ago, about 1am, I went to draw a bath in the tub. I love taking baths at night and we don't have a tub at home, so when I get the chance, I go for it. The bathroom is on the second floor of the house, alongside three bedrooms, and one of them is occupied by the kid and the other by her and me. Once I tidied up my crap and found all the light switches, who hides them underneath wall cabinets? All that remained is to ascend the staircase and lower my pale carcass into the perfectly temperatured bath water that calms my nerves and soothes my balls. The thing is, it's a really creaky staircase, like comically so. It sounds like you're violently disintegrating it beneath your feet as you climb. The noise is insane. The noises will wake everyone in the house up if you don't go about it expertly, and even then you're still making enough noise to garner a contact on your head from your neighbors. My girl is a light sleeper and has trouble sleeping and really values the sleep she does get. And my son is a slightly heavier sleeper, but he's nowhere near my own loudly comatose sleep. And this creaking would shatter any hopes of me entering this bath this side of an hour. And did I mention how steep this thing is? It's more akin to a climbing wall. How three kids grew up in this house without casualties amazes me. Because this thing is deadly if you don't watch your step, and add to that the challenge of avoiding creaking, and you got a proper quest on you. So what do I do? Naturally, I use my superior genes, gender, and brain power to concoct an appropriate solution suitable to my ambitions. I figured I'd walk on all floors. You know, distribute my weight as I went up the stairs to creak less. The idea made sense at the time, and to be honest, it worked, future consequences notwithstanding. The creaking was much, much lower, but not low enough to not wake my girlfriend. As I turned off the last light downstairs and made my ascent, she came into the hallway. She wasn't wearing her lenses, so it took a moment for her to notice me, and I also instinctively froze at that same little moment when she opened the door. And at that very moment as I freeze, she looks up at me, and all she can see is my pale, tired nighttime face frozen in an undoubtedly unfortunate grimace, with a bigger, even paler body climbing at her like an albino spider from the pitch-black darkness of downstairs on all fours at 1am. She screamed so loud it shook my eyeballs and howled as she fell to the floor and shrieked in very real deathly fear. Our son woke up, joining his mother in the mayhem that was my relaxing bath time. I nearly fell down the stairs but managed to rush up and calm my girlfriend, but she was terrified and furious at me. Thankfully, she was able to laugh at it once 
once we calmed her and our son down and her heart rate slowed down to the triple digits. She, ever the drama queen, feels this was not appropriate behavior at 1am, and she also thought I looked like an American version of the grudge girl, but creepier. Threats were leveled against me and my dearest parts if I ever did that again. Honestly, I'm gonna agree with your girlfriend here. I don't think there's a whole lot of superior brain power going on when you're, like, climbing around the house like an albino spider. Your words, not mine. Anyone in their situation would crap their pants. You wake up and look outside the door of your bedroom and there's just, like, a, a body on all fours crawling towards you. No thank you, bro. Super creepy. Super creepy. Today I messed up by realizing Princess Diana was not the Princess of Wales, the animal. This happened a year ago at a birthday dinner with a friend. There was a group of about eight of us and my friend and her friend group and a husband. We were chowing down on some dinner discussing the hot topic of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving the royal family and I don't know much on the matter, I just knew it was happening. I don't know much about the royal family at all, I just know that there's some hullabaloo about Meghan and Prince Harry looks like Weasley and that people really like Kate Middleton's outfits. I listen while I'm taking bites and someone says, I wonder what, what happens in Sussex if someone will take their place. And then it hit me. I let, uh, accidentally let out an audible, oh no, and put down my food. I looked at the table and covered my face, and they stopped and asked what the matter is. I take a moment and feel the blood rushing to my face, and I debate on telling them that I just had an epiphany on how stupid I am and letting them know exactly how stupid it is. They pried more, and I caved. I let them know that right up to this point in my life, I thought Princess Diana was the Princess of Wales the animal and not Wales the country. I was a very young child when she died, and I thought that's why everyone was so sad is because there was no one to protect whales anymore. Like, when you become a royal, they give you an animal to look over and help with charity and balls and whatnot. I look up and just see them staring at me, and they all try to tuck in their smiles as they politely comfort me, like, oh, it's okay, we all get some stuff wrong, it's alright, but did you not know about Wales the country? I did. I did know about the country, but I just didn't put two and two together as a kid, and at that age, my mind was mostly on unicorns and the Lion King. And I actually remember asking my family at the dinner table about Wales when we heard about it on the news and no one corrected me. Then I remember all the times I've brought it up in my life and no one said anything and I'm over here spewing about Wales every time someone brought up Princess Diana for years. People probably just assume I had a passion for giant sea mammals and I didn't take the time to research because it was totally forgotten with time. I called my parents after the dinner to tell them the story and they laughed too hard and my dad now referringly, lovingly refers to me as the Princess of Wales when I say something stupid and in front of my family, which, to no one's surprise, is a lot. Oh, I know this one's harmless, but I just don't know why you admit it. Like, even if you have the realization 30 years down the line, you don't need to tell your friends that you thought every royal is given an endangered animal to throw balls for so that way their charity gets more donations. Could you imagine, dude? Ah, oh, yes, I am Prince Poopy Pants, king of the, hmm, I don't know, koala bear, whatever. What's endangered these days? Today I messed up by scheduling a job interview. I've been looking for a full-time job for a couple months after leaving a job that turned toxic for me. Yesterday morning, I couldn't sleep at 2 or 3 in the morning, so I started applying for jobs because I had to get on the grind. About an hour later, I got an email saying that they wanted to schedule an interview and that I could schedule it with an automated system. Calendly, if you're wondering. A lot of recruiters are using it because it makes things easier and it looks like an automated email, so I don't think anything of it and just assume someone or I trip something in their HR system to bring me in. Cool. So I also have an interview at noon, so I look at the Calendly availability and there's availability today. I booked it for 3 p.m., which is enough time for me to go to my interview at noon, come home and settle in for a chat, and I get an automated reply, everything's good, and it's set for 3. I go to sleep and wake up at 9am, and I'm looking at the calendar and Gmail, and I see the invite for today. That's odd, so I look at the invite, and it's for 3, but the call-in number starts with a 44. 
So I look at the job listing and it's for my city, but I look at the website and there's no mention of a US office. They have a UK phone number for sales and a UK office address and heavily advertise EU targeted partners, but they do mention their product works with companies that operate in the US, so I was a little confused. Then I looked at the invite again and I selected 3 a.m. instead of 3 p.m. Crap. I look around and think about it and decide to just own it instead of looking like an idiot and trying to reschedule within 24 hours. Then the person I'm interviewing with emails me and said, dude, you scheduled this for 9 a.m. GMT. That's 3 a.m. your time. You sure you want to do the interview then? I doubled down and owned it and told him yes. I made a mistake scheduling it, but I'm up around that time, which isn't wrong, but usually I'm laying in bed watching TikTok and it doesn't constitute being ready for work. And that I used to work for a company that was in 30 countries and routinely had meetings at odd hours, so I'm used to it. And I felt that the time I scheduled it was respecting their time zone, so I'm comfortable keeping it. I didn't want to look like an idiot going into this interview, and it doesn't look good when you're applying for a job that requires attention to detail, and you don't realize you're setting a meeting in the wrong time zone, so I owned it. We confirm the time, and 3 a.m. rolls around this morning, and we do the interview. He remarks, it's odd for me to do the interview at that time, and I say again that at my last company, it was the best time to work with Europe, and in my experience, we can discuss what needs to happen and have a few hours after the meeting in case things change or need clarification, so I'm used to doing it, and we start the interview. And I think I nailed it. They're opening an office locally and hiring the first U.S. people, and they're working on ironing out the details. He asks questions, and I answer them, and he's visibly impressed in comments that it's some of the best answers he's heard to the questions. We talk about the logistics of opening the office and training, and he even says he's going to be scheduling more calls later and to be on the lookout. What kind of sucks is they don't have the nuts and bolts of what the package is going to look like. They don't have insurance lined up, but they have a consultant to assist with the process, and the U.S. staff is going to be consulted about it. It's great for me because I need a surgery that's not covered under most insurances so I can push to get it covered. But yeah, I've been up for like 20 hours at this point with the interview and I somehow nailed it. I'm just going to pay more attention next time to time zones because oh my gosh was it a bit more rough than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, dude, it's a mess up, but fake it till you make it. You rolled with it pretty good. Most people probably would have been freaking out like, oh my gosh, I can't do an interview this late at night. I have to reschedule. Nah, you just own it. Sir, 3 a.m. is actually my most efficient work time. I promise you that I can be up at 3 a.m. to work for your company. If you pay me enough, I'll do it, baby. Next thing you know, you get half a million dollars a year plus stock options. Let's go! Today, I messed up by forgetting that I use electricity while sleeping. A week ago, I got a text and email from the electricity company warning that between Between 5 and 7 on this specific day, my area would have no electricity due to repairs or maintenance or something like that, but I considered as I would be asleep it wouldn't really affect me and dismissed it. A second warning arrived the day before the outage and was similarly dismissed, and I went on to stay up a bit too late, but no worries. I woke up at 5, groggily wondering what was different, because it seemed hard to breathe. I moved my face mask away from my nose, expecting the customary bursts of air from my CPAP machine, which I use for sleep apnea. But I got nothing. Why isn't it working? It should be... Oh. Oh my gosh. The worst part was the sudden recollection of the last time this happened, two or three years ago, and I made the exact same mistake. Maybe I'll remember next time. Sometimes I'm like, dude, modern humans kind of just be forgetting how much we rely on stuff that, like, isn't naturally produced, you know? Not not a bad way. But, like, yeah, sometimes I forget people need sleep apnea machines to exist and sleep soundly. And if the power ever went out for an extended period of time, what, would they just turn into, like, ghouls from Fallout, you know? I'm just saying, kind of weird to think about the fact that you have to have electricity to sleep, because it can turn off at any time. Today I messed up by drunk ordering deep dish pizzas from across the country. 
Obligatory, this happened last week, but I was at a party last Saturday night and things were going well. I got pretty wasted and ordered an Uber home at around 3 and was hungry when I got back. Since I was hammered, I don't remember exactly how the events transpired, but I put the pieces together today. First, I drunk DoorDash two deep dish pizzas from Chicago. I don't know how, because I live in Alabama, and I assume after I waited too long for my food to arrive, DoorDash from McDonald's since I was tired of waiting. I finally got my McDonald's, ate it, and fell asleep. Now, two days ago, I received a delivery of two frozen deep dish pizzas from DoorDash, and my ass assumed it was some sort of gift for their drivers, since I also deliver in my free time. I then went to Walmart and bought some things, and my card was declined. Keep in mind, I'm a broke college student, so I go and check my bank account and realize that I spent $43.51 on my McDonald's order and $90.72 on the pizzas. So now I'm broke and a dumbass for spending $134.23 on DoorDash in one night. On the bright side, though, the pizza is pretty good. Honestly, man, $134 in one night on Uber Eats sounds like a, a pretty big mess up, dude. But if you are wasted and your food didn't show up, I guess I can understand why you kept ordering. I just don't know why you didn't double check on the pizzas first. My goodness, it's going to take three days for them to get here? Wowee, Uber Eats sure has slowed down. Anyways, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, I'd appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know in the comment section down below what you thought and of course subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications if you like stuff like this but you don't want to watch the youtube version of it i do post it on spotify so if you want to listen to the audio without gameplay whatever floats your boat offline you can do that with the link down below but uh yeah on that note guys i think that's gonna do it don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot and i'll see you guys next time i'm out peace